0: Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh,
1: it's a straight up screamer.
0: Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same
1: game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gamblers' help, call 1 800 858
0: 858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day. Morning. Morena. How you doing? First of November. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, ECNZ. Welcome to the show. Four minutes past six o'clock this morning. Louis here uh, sitting in with Kempi. Izzy is in Melbourne because I guess it's the first of November, but it's also the first Tuesday of November, which means Kimpi, it is the race that stops a nation plus another nation plus a couple more. <laughs>
1: another cup. The Cup Days here. The Cup Days here falls on the first. Um first Tuesday of the month. Yeah, look, it's it's I've been told this morning they meant to get hail over there this morning, so it's pretty cold. Um so may have to rejig the form a little bit uh, coming in today, but yeah, big day, mate. Big day, big day. Of racing all over the place. No matter where you're going, and you're wondering what people are doing walking in and out of bars this afternoon while they're there for Cup Day. There's a heap of parties going around town up here in Auckland. I know that you're going to one, Louis, and um, I'm I'm a pretty good shot of showing up there myself. I think today. After some uh, some news last night about uh, whether or not I'll cruise out to watch Shell Boy running, uh, I think it's race eight. No, race seven out there. Balmurino Stakes. Marino Stakes. Yeah, it was hoping for a little bit more rain, but uh, it's meant to be fining up today. Heavy nine so far. Probably coming a little bit more, wouldn't you think?
0: I'd say so. So you're right, Kimpy. It's Melbourne Cup Day, but it just feels like a Saturday. And I, yesterday was, last night, I had a feeling like it wasn't. Tuesday I wasn't going to sleep to wake up on a Tuesday there's no work dread not that I have any work dread anyway but there was no qualm of the 4am alarm it was more like oh we get to punt tomorrow <laughs> and don't <laughs> worry I've already had some bets and I'll share you my bets throughout the day so we will find winners at Randwick we'll find winners at Wingatui we will find winners at pokakoe and we will God damn fine winners at Flemington, Kempy. <laughs> yeah, I'm fired up for a big day. Uh, it's, it is a great day, and we've got a huge show to reflect it. Uh, a couple of racing specific segments we're going to roll out. A couple non. Actually, they are racing. Hayden Wild. He's racing. He's a
1: racing legend. He, he is. <laughs> Mate, he's he's light years ahead of his age. He's a good when you, dude. When you talk to him, he is so switched on. No yeah. wonder he's at the top of the game.
0: Yeah, we caught up with Hayden Wild because he's in Abu Dhabi, and um, we used the old how's this? We used the old Baz Black Magic to get him on because he's been shut out of his WhatsApp accounts and, and Facebooks. Um, he needs a special sort of VPN. But we remember when the IPL was rescheduled last year for Abu Dhabi and we wanted to get bears on every other week so we ended up having to find some internet systems that worked and he was kind of like oh my god this actually works I haven't been able to talk to my family can I get my family in the studio to <laughs> have a chat with them I thought he was gonna ask he didn't um but we've got Hayden Wild on the show and he's well he's just won the um at tracing series over in uh, on the triathlon world stage, and he's pocketed himself like nearly, I think he's over 250K New Zealand, which is a deserving pay packet of a dude that's been... Get a little kitty for today. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk to him about the <laughs> Melbourne Cup, see if we can get him to find us a winner, eh? And uh, other than that, we're going to talk racing out at Pukekohe. So this race meet would usually be at Ellerslie on Melbourne Cup Day. That's I'm right. sure you've spent times there, Kempy Melbourne Cup days. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah, yeah, as have we all, but with Auckland Thoroughbred Racing and Ellerslie under construction, um, we're out at Pukekohe today. So we'll find out what's happening out there, Ken, because you've got a horse racing. We'll see if we can find a trainer that has a, a good idea of a, the track conditions and a couple of winners maybe to boot. Andrew Seabrook, Siebes, our old pal, New Zealand Bloodstock Managing Director, one of the good guys in racing and a wealth Of knowledge Mm. On Melbourne Cups How how to win them uh, What breeding wins them And breeding is such An influential part of Racing industry That It'll be good to catch up with Andrew to see what we're looking for on a daylight like today because he's also in Melbourne, so he'll give us weather and track conditions from over there. So he's over there with Baz and Izzy and the crew. So we'll get Siebs on the show and hear from him. And then at eight forty, this is huge, and I can't tell you exactly what it is just yet. But Steve Lancaster from New Zealand Rugby, he's the GM of Community Rugby, is going to come in to studio at about twenty to se- uh, nine this morning. And we've kind of got an exclusive first crack at some news for you. So the news isn't out yet. He's going to be announcing it on the show. It involves community rugby and I would say game-changing and potentially sport-changing rule changes for the longevity of the game. So we'll hear from Steve Lancaster in the 8 o'clock hour. And um, Kempi, I've given you the tip, and it will change the way we we perceive the sport.
1: Yeah well it's actually, I've got my own take on it I think uh, I like it to be honest I've been thinking about it um, all night Since I since I uh, was told by you what, what to expect today So I've got some good opinion on it And I would like to talk to Steve about that Hard case when you're talking about Baz then And the VPM numbers and stuff like that My my alarm clock woke me up this morning I was actually dreaming about Baz Oh Yeah and he was interviewing me down in um I just at Cuba Mall in Wellington and on a, on, a, <laughs> on a on a on a table that I sit there I sat down there and had a coffee on this table and a heap of people around asking me about dislocated shoulders I walk in the first thing I say to Neeps this morning you're ready for push-ups he goes I can't do them. remember because he's a dislocated shoulder so all this stuff's coming back I'm going oh man that's what I was that's right it was, Baz was interviewing me about my dislocating my shoulder for the second time and and I, I was getting all tearful about this telling Baz this interview Mate, then my alarm goes off. I was right in the middle of one of the, probably the deepest interviews I was ever given. Someone, the old Baz McCullum, and you go and mention that on. Yeah, we can you can dial him up like that. I was yeah. Just Sort of share that what is, twilight zone with you. What, what does this all mean, here, there I'm trying inc- to find hold on, it. Hold on, so hold I've on. I've got one here, I've got one down here. I've written down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I've got seven names here because my mum used to always say, Pick your horses, she picks them on names. Well, and dreams, and dreams, surely. And, so I'm looking in through that, I'm looking in through the races today because it's hailing, it's snowing. It's raining, it's wet, it's going to be a smoky... I reckon one of those big trifectas is going to come in today. You know how hey, you always get a big trifecta in a Melbourne Cup. I'm looking here, I'm going to try and put together a twilight pick.
0: <laughs> Kempe's twilight <laughs> pick. Brilliant. Well, look, I've had so many... You know, this is a funny time of year because, I, oh, as you'd know, I don't mind a punt, and I don't mind horse racing. Like, I kind of enjoy it as a... Personally and professionally is something I do in my spare time and not in my spare time as well. So this time of year, the people that come out of the woodwork asking for the Melbourne Cup winner, and I'm like, I don't know. I've got <laughs> mate, can you tell us? <laughs> I've got no more. I've got no more dear than you do. This like the Melbourne Cup is it's a crapshoot every single year. Yeah, it's the best race, and there's prestige, and it's great, and I love the Melbourne Cup. But at the same time, if I could not have a bet in the Melbourne Cup ever again, no skin off my nose, I'd love to never punt the Melbourne Cup. I always get sucked into it and having a ticket each year because you feel like the ceremony and you kind of get swept up in it. But trying to find the winner of the Melbourne Cup, especially in a year like this where the weather's going to be weird, there's no real strong form lines to follow. Like None of these are star Melbourne Cup horses.
1: That's exactly right. We
0: don't think. It's hard. So, the people coming out of the woodwork, you know, my school teacher, my second cousin, my ex colleagues, and I all just say the same thing. I just end up copying and pasting four numbers and just sending it off. And I just throw darts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably a better chance. Well, I reckon that's the best way to do it today is to to throw some randoms out there and and back them. Um, And, you know, I, I sort of like when you. When you're talking to – last year I was talking to my son about the Melbourne Cup. You know, I said, oh, well, let's take a trifecta. What's that, Dad? You know, oh, you pick you pick a few horses and you put them in – you know, put them, you box them and they can come in, in any order and hopefully get some money. Well, he just randomly picked a horse. And I picked three, we box them, and we got the trifecta. You know ah, what I mean? Beautiful. And I think that that's probably the best way to do Melbourne Cup is you get a bunch of mates and you say, what do you like? You throw throw in a kitty and you box them and take a percentage of the trifecta, and gen, and I think today if you do it that way, I think you're going to get a decent trifecta today.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you, Kim. I tell you what, I love the Melbourne Cup for. Um, it's the shop window for the racing industry, and it, and it really it is the day where you can walk around the viaduct or you walk around your office and you get that kind of. General natter about horse racing. Yeah, and you get the general natter about horse racing, and it's a really warm feeling, and it makes you feel good, and it makes you feel like your passion is, you know, with the mainstream. Not that something I typically care about, but it is the shop window, and it's important that it's done well. You also get the detractors, the uh, nup to the cup numpties. that can.
1: Can I just talk a little bit about that yesterday? You know, like I was really I was heartbroken yesterday after talking to Mark Chittick. You know, on the radio, when he said that he had five hundred thousand dollars to give away um, to Starship Hospital, and then he tried to give it away to another New Zealand um, firm for kids for can, kids, I think it was. kids can, and because of a a policy that that has been delivered by the the governors, these kids have missed out. Um, to be honest, I was I know how hard it is for some. Some people, I've had family, I've had friends have to travel up from from down the line to stay at Starship. It's cost them an absolute fortune to do that. Um, they've had to go and find the money somewhere to, to take it in there and, and all this under the duress of, of their children being not well. And could you imagine someone walked in and offered you $500,000, the amount of, I guess, Joy that would bring to a number of families that were trying to make ends meet to, to, to get their kids to that hospital, and I just think you know I know we never had a chance to talk about it yesterday, but there has to be some common sense around this. Like there has to be. Mark Trittick is a good bloke, you know what I mean? He, he his heart's in the right place. This was a this was a, a honestly I, I got as soon as he said it, I got goosebumps. They you know it, it rolled out, it worked out to five hundred grand. He's won the biggest. Race ever? Yes, it's racing, it's gambling, it's all that sort of stuff. But Mark Chittick, in his and the goodness of his heart, is saying, "Actually, I want to give it back to Starship. I want to help. I want to help a heap of families." And then he's not been able to get it across the line. And I just think sometimes, you know, you've got to actually think logically and with common sense and say, "Actually, what good is this going to bring to to?" Um, to the hospital, to our families, to to our kids. And in in this situation, they missed out big time.
0: Well, Kempe, it didn't take long for exactly what you're saying to come to the surface, because we got a message just after Mark jumped off, and we didn't have time to get to it yesterday, but I hope you're listening, Johnny, because I really appreciated your message. Uh, He says, Morning, guys. I am extremely disappointed in Starship. My daughter is currently on the wait list for a much-needed heart surgery, which will be second, and... Due to a lack of funding and beds, we keep getting pushed back. Surely there is, surely they need to take a look at how they could have made this work in their processes. And, and that, that's
1: and that's what I'm saying. And that's Johnny, who,
0: you know, like when you, I mean, I don't, oh, you, you you'd be able to talk to it, Kempi, but I only can imagine. There's nothing more that you even worry about than the well-being of your kids. Oh,
1: mate, I've, I've been through it. I've been through it with my daughter. Um, uh, there's, there is nothing, mate. Just see, dead set. There's you just don't think of anything else except the health and well um, well being of your child. You know, so um, yeah. When when he when he said that yesterday, I, you know, you know, when you're going, what are you what are you thinking? Like what that, that thought? Like what are you actually? Because I'm I'm based a lot of stuff on common sense. You know, like logic yeah. and common sense. And I'm I'm just going there. Surely. You would have got off the phone and said, "Hey, Mark, we've got a problem here, but I'm going to go away and I'm actually going to try and make this work." Had to be a workaround. There, yeah, there had to be a workaround because if you've got someone like Johnny saying, "Mate, sorry, Johnny, we haven't got enough beds and we can't, we've got to push you back," and and you're sitting there and your heart's in your mouth because your child's sick, and there's someone going, "Well, heck actually, here's a here's a handout. We want to we want to give you a donation," and they say, "No, mate, I'm, I just can't see the I can't see the logic. Well- I, I, seriously, I can't."
0: Uh, you know, like uh, you poll nine out of ten people. You poll ten people on the street. Nine or ten of them are going to say that's crazy. This is not drug money. This is not gang money. This is money which is legitimately garnered through well,
1: yes. Well, it props up our sport.
0: There is takes out There are takeouts from gambling and levies and and punters' pockets. Sure, but this is consensual. This is legal. This is real. How, as you say. That's how sports are funded in New Zealand. Everybody gets a cut of it. It's for good. And do you know what the big issue would be? And we haven't had it confirmed, but I know there are a couple of people working in the background trying to figure it out. If they're taking money from lotteries already, yeah. which there's a good chance they probably are. I don't it's know if it's yeah. it is cooked. That is then becomes a horse racing situation where, for whatever reason, there's a stigma around it where Johnny's kids and people are suffering because of a an opinion that is probably uneducated, to be honest, about what horse racing is, and I think that's why Mark wanted to share that, because he's a good bloke, he cares about his horses, he cares about his whanau, he's got beautiful kids, George and Charlotte, and he's got... A Big heart and it must have been so devastating for him to get and
1: it's Mark Chittick so you the the well is not empty you know what I mean like what are you guys thinking you governors that are sitting there yes you're 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 at the top of your game and you all come and you know they're they're probably really good people but in this situation you're making a really bad decision And they need to be held. Ac- Personally, I think they need to be held accountable because the well is not dry with this type of um, support. If Mark Chiddick decides to do that, who do you else? Who else do you think would follow him into it?
0: Mate, you, you worked, it could have been the start of a relationship. Hundred percent, and they could just have never seen it. so many lives. Um, I hope there's a look. With all this said, I hope that there's a legitimate reason. I hope that there was there is something policy written, and it just there wasn't a workaround in time and. Hopefully we can find well, out a bit more.
1: Well, yeah, honestly, because this is where my mind goes. So are you then saying, you know, because you come from a, like, you, then you're, now you now you're saying when, how you're going to treat people. Are you saying that because this kid comes from this gang family and this kid over here comes from this well-to-do family that we're not going to treat that kid? You know what I mean? You, you start to think all oh, these type of things. Like, you're, you're, you're actually segregating communities based on, a governor's thought when seriously it can't go well like you just said well we're not going to take it from racing game but we'll take it from lotteries if that's true now you're getting into some really gray area
0: podcaster sneeps let's get it up there let's just start spreading and spruiking this topic a little bit we'll get it online because i don't think it's right Kempi doesn't think it's right what do you think double eight double three or 0800 do you know anybody that's in need as well like if this is if you're like johnny and this would have actually helped you or someone in your life how does it make you feel? We'd love to hear from you uh, this morning. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.